0: Welcome back to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. And today we're going over some vocabulary, vocabulary preview before the very, very, very long IELTS reading type style of passage that I have coming up in tomorrow's podcast. So you make sure you stay tuned for that because that is going to be a sexy one. And with that being said, people, Man, we're approaching Christmas. We're approaching a lot of great things. We're approaching the festive. For anyone out there who is not <coughs> Christian, it doesn't Thanksgiving and Christmas is all about being grateful. It's all about being grateful for the people you are around. So this is the month of love. And you know what, if you can actually feel loving for the 12 months out of the year, oh yes, you would have a wonderful life. So guys, I'm so grateful. This morning, as always, as every other morning, and today, we're gonna talk about words that are often confused. There are some words out there that can be very, very confusing for people. Naive and gullible is one of them, and I will explain in this specific podcast. So first and foremost, I'm gonna give you two sentences, and I'm going to give you two words. So the two words are skeptical, cynical. Now, Number, two, uh, number one, someone who is mm, has doubts about something. Number two, someone who is mm, believes that people care only about themselves. So, doubt is a synonym for skepticism or skeptical. So, doubtful, skeptical, both are adjectives. You could use them in a variety of ways depending on the word formation. But when I travel in Thailand, I'll give you an example. I am very skeptical of just about everything. Now, I know the train doesn't charge extra for foreigners or else I would never take the train or I would just leave Thailand. However, when, if, I, if some people say, oh, you know, um, I'm gonna travel to Phuket or I'm gonna go to, you know, Chiang Mai, I'm very skeptical of the transportation. Why? Because they do not treat people fairly and there's too much corruption at some of these airports. So you land, let's just say, like for Thailand, if you come here to Thailand and you take a taxi, you're screwed, because that taxi isn't going to take you directly to your airport. A lot of the most corrupted taxi drivers, they work in the most tourist touristy areas. So the likes of Khao San Road, Silom, they're outside chatting, outside, you know, they're, they're taxis, and they're saying, hey, hey, where you go? Those are the corrupted animals, okay? You go to the airport, I remember, that I went just behind one of the airports when I first came here to Bangkok uh, by airplane, maybe about five years ago. And all he had to do was take me right behind, but he never put the meter on, and I never asked him to put the meter on. By the time I got to my friend's house, which was only 15 minutes away, he smacked me with a 300 bot bill. And I'm like, no way. See, that drive should have been about 110 baht. That should have been less than $4. He smacked me with a $10 bill. It's not the money, it's the premise. So I'm skeptical when I travel here. I'm skeptical anytime I travel in a, in a low socioeconomical country, in a country that uh, is not developed because again, those types of problems happen. But when you come here to Thailand now, you just gotta know what to do. You have to know that there is a train. There's a train at KL too. If the taxis here in Thailand are bad, Kuala Lumpur. Okay. They have the worst taxis I've ever met in my life. They are the most corrupted animals on the face of planet earth. So when it comes to, Oh my God. When it comes to, let's just say, uh, when I come, if you come here to Thailand, you take the airport link. No and ifs or buts. If you're traveling with the family, good luck. If you want to get in one of those corrupted limousines and they charge you more than $40 for a car, good luck because they're going to take you to temples where you're going to pay more money to their more to their extortionate friends. You see what I mean? Skepticism. However, if I go to the likes of Japan, I am not skeptical because I know they do everything by the book. If I somehow go to Korea, I know they do everything by the book. If I... um. What is it? If I actually look at uh, my top podcast list in terms of you know the people who are listening to me, if I travel to Brazil, I would have to ask a lot of questions before going there to see if they have Grab Bike or Grab Taxi. Again, the uh, man, these are the savers of them all because now you don't have to take normal taxis. If you are an English-speaking or whatever-speaking person and you're in a different country and you don't speak the native language, they're going to try to hose you either way. Hell, they even do that in Las Vegas. So if I go to Mexico, oh man, I need to have a friend that picks me up at the airport because we know how it is out there in Mexico City. If I go to Spain, I need to know about trains. If I go to Taiwan, I already know about trains. If I go to Iran, I got to know, well, I don't even know if I can get into Iran as an American passport holder. Um, If I go to Colombia, oh man, I got to know everything. Because boy, I'm a little bit scared. I love Colombia. Bogota, I heard it's really beautiful now, and Medellin, too. So um, but nonetheless, got to know Turkey. Oh, man, I need to know and, if, and, but I need to know everything before I go there. France, oh, a little bit notorious out there, apparently, right? I've heard a lot of stories about my students going out there, and they've been stopped, and these people start cleaning their windows, and then they demand money. Eiffel Tower folks. Uh, People just lingering around out there and they're harassing people. It's just craziness. And it's more just the the immigrants that have immigrated there, unfortunately. But Czech Republic, and yeah, Czech Republic, they're notorious for, you know, back snatchings. No offense, but this is what my students tell me. I haven't been there. Russia, I don't know if I could get into Russia, to be honest. It's just like uh, Iran. Uh, China, they have an efficient train system. South Korea, I've already said that. Germany, efficient. Iraq. Big shout out to my folks out there in Iraq. You guys are listening to me. I don't know if I could go there. They're going to ask me all kinds of questions. There's no way. And I uh, probably won't go there. Um, and so, Lao. I love Lao. I just don't like the people who work at the airport. But you guys have a problem, too, in Vientiane, in the capital. Because what do you have? You have those tuk tuk drivers. What, what is a tuk tuk? It's basically an open-air cab, uh, truck and they charge you a flat rate of too much. (laughs) I'm not even going to give you the number, but it's a flat rate of too much. You see what I mean? So, Malaysia, you have the KLIA Express, and you have a lot of trains. No trains, you have a beautiful grab, okay? Never, ever take the taxi is how it's spelled, T-E-K-S-I. Never, ever take it. Panama. I don't know, but I think Panama's very good. Italy, you gotta know what you're going and where you're going. Indonesia, they also have Grab. They have a train system, but they also have significant amounts of traffic jams, just as the Philippines does. Uh, Oh my God, the Philippines do, as a matter of fact. Myanmar, have no idea. Saudi Arabia, have no idea. Dominican Republic, I think pretty good. Portugal, I think pretty good. UK, obviously very good. Chile, I think they have a very efficient system out there although it went up in flames recently. Belarus, I don't really know much about Belarus, unfortunately, but I love you guys. Peru, I don't really know much about Peru. Uh, India, I heard it's, oh my god, yeah, y'all already know what's going on out there in India, so you know what I'm saying. Tajikistan, I have no idea, I've never, I, I don't know much about Tajikistan, I'm sorry. Netherlands, I heard they are insane, you guys are fantastic. And Sweden, of course, is all right. Oh my God, that was like seven minutes of me ranting. So guys, let's get on with it. Cynical means someone who's very, a very cynical person is a person that just bounced about their own self-interest, okay? So cynical, you could see a lot of people out here or in America, Yeah, it's everywhere. Human beings who have no self-control, okay? And, and they believe they are over other people based on their finances, they are cynical as hell. So that's basically what cynical means. Let's get into the next couple. Naive and gullible. So a blank adult is easy to trick because they trust and believe people too easily. And then a blank young person lacks life experiences, so trust other people too easily. So a young adult could be naive. Okay. They have the inexperience of life. So they trust people too easily. This has happened all too often in my life. We've always made those decisions or I made some of those decisions between, you know, ages 11 and 18. Um, Even being out here in Thailand, I trust people too easily because I have a lack of experience. But now I am obviously at the age of 31. You know what I'm saying, man? I know what the hell is going on around me. You know, if I take a taxi and somehow he makes a left-hand turn, I'm going to smack him in his head tell him to pull over, and I'm walking away. (laughs) I know what you're doing, all right? Now, because I didn't have experience five years ago, and I just sat in your taxi like a dumbass, uh, that doesn't happen anymore. Now, a gullible adult is easy to trick. Now, a lot of people, unfortunately, here in Thailand are very gullible to romance scams what's a romance scam well basically you get these call centers of whatever nationalities they make these fake profiles and they say hey hey you know i'm in the army i'm in i'm in sudan right now yeah look at my photo yeah they never get on video they never they they never want to hear the voice or anything like that because they boast that they are again anglo-americans Next thing you know, they say, hey, I'm going to go see you in Thailand in two weeks. Hey, I can't get out. Uh, I need to get money first. Can you send me some money? Boom! Just like that. And so in Japan, China, Korea, a lot of women are unfortunately gullible because they fall victim to these types of scams. In America, it rarely happens because we kind of know liars when we, yeah, we, we just know liars in general, you know. So that's very unfortunate. So guys, do not be gullible. All right, always question things. If something makes you go, huh? That is your instinct telling you something's not right. Listen to your instinct and get out of the situation. Okay, that's all there is to it. Number five and number six we got reliable, we have trustworthy. Okay, a reliable person is someone you can trust to do what you expect them to do. So if I call my friend and I say, Alisa, damn. Times have gotten hard out here in Thailand. I got to go back to America. I'm crying. She, <laughs> it's an example. And, and she would be like, okay, all right. Uh, do you want me to book you a ticket? I said, yeah, man. I would, man, because, you know, I rely on Elisa. She could hurry up and book me a plane ticket back, you know? but is that a lie? Yes, it's a lie. Um, Now, reliability is relying on someone. So if you need someone to pick you up at 8 a.m., they're there by 7.50, that's the most reliable person. You cling and hold on to that individual with all your might. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because if not, well, that's when things go completely sour. All right? Trustworthy. All right. Someone who's trustworthy is, hey, you know what? Someone who basically you you believe in. They're very honest. Their their personality, their character shows that honesty level. That's the difference between the two. Reliable is a specific individual. trustworthy or product. Uh, Trustworthy is what the individual is. So we have tolerant and supportive. Tolerant. I love this one. This is one that I learned out of my personal development book are you tolerant? Are you tolerant? So, what does tolerant mean? Tolerant is someone who is willing to accept someone else's belief or way of life. So, I suffered from intolerance living in America. Why? Because the media and what I saw on TV. September 11th happened. Next thing you know, we were programmed to hate a specific religion. Until I finally came here to the south of Thailand, I remember I was sitting across from this lady, and she just so happened to be Muslim. And I suffered from that intolerance, and I cut that intolerance. I didn't know much about personal development five years ago. But then she ended up being the nicest, most amazing teachers I've ever met in my life. Then I realized I suffered from intolerance. What is it that made me do this? And I had to connect the dots going back, and I'm like, oh, this is why most Americans... And people who actually watch the TV do not like specific groups of individuals in specific religions because they're programmed to. It's all based on your belief system. So intolerance, do you suffer from intolerance? Is there a group of people or a creed, a color, whatever it may be, a race that you're like, oh, I really, no, 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 no. If you do, you're suffering from intolerance and it's based on events that had happened in the past, but it's just one event. You could do away with the intolerance. I spoke about that a long time ago in my podcast, my personal development podcast. So that's what tolerant means. Now me, I'm very tolerant, okay? Uh, there are other areas that I'm not tolerant about. Uh, I'm not I'm not tolerant with Lao people, especially. I don't like Lao people. Uh, younger, like adults who are just rabid, okay? Rabid meaning they're just crazy as hell, like a lot of university students out here. Uh, in Thailand, I don't like to deal with them. Okay, depending on what university, right? So if they go to the lower universities, they have a tendency of being very, very insubordinate and oh, they're just they're just off their head. Off their head meaning they're just bad as hell. Okay. I I don't have time for that anymore. That's why I do, of course, a lot of online teaching and I'm building up as a coach. Now, in my previous year, four or five years ago, I had to become very, very tolerant of laziness because a lot of students who went to private universities and they paid to get in rather than based on scores, they would come to class. They wouldn't want to learn. They would want to watch YouTube or they would want to play the game of Uno. And then after the course ends, they say, oh, all we did was play games. But it was you that wanted to play games to begin with. See, so I'm no longer tolerant of those specific individuals. I do things that are only high ticket, mean things that I can help people with the most. That's all and supported, someone who supports you on this journey, your trajectory, your pilgrimage, someone who is supportive of you in terms of what you are going through and what you want to achieve in life. Supportive means someone who will be helpful, encouraging, and sympathetic when problems arise and support you through both the good and the bad. That's support. So with that being said, guys, Thanks for tuning in to another vocabulary. If you guys want to complete some of the sentences I have available on my blog, go ahead, thearseniobugshow.com. You can fill in some of those vocabulary terms into the sentences down below. So stay tuned for more. We got a very sexy reading coming up. Over and out.